about to give y'all today. But I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to make it equally ranty. So just, you know, stay focused, pay attention. So a lot of y'all reached out to me last week. I've never had so many people in my DMs about one of these Saturday morning rants. You know, I'm usually ranting about the nonprofit space. I usually don't mention people by name. Of course, I went in on Jennifer Doliak last week, mostly because, like, she called me an asshole publicly for, like, being one of the people that's not following her. Whatever. That, that kind of started it, like... You know, I don't really like to be called an asshole. I, I like open debate. She doesn't like open debate. She blocked me. Uh, but it's one thing to block me. But Dan, don't be peeping up my shit on the low and calling me an asshole on some uh, passive aggressive shit. But y'all got to be disappointed because I'm not actually going to spend the whole time going in on her. I'm going to talk about the support I got. Organizers, activists, researchers. I never had so many PhDs in my DMs before telling me that I was doing the right thing. Clearly, she has a track record of fucking with a lot of people. Clearly, she has a track record of her gold standard uh, research uh, being an approach that people don't agree with. Clearly, a lot of y'all are worried about uh, the fact that she's going to just disrupt uh, the kind of funding that's been coming out of Arnold. And, you know, I've come to the conclusion that, you know, that's probably what John and Laura Arnold want at this point. So I'm just going to write me. Yeah. You know what? I actually decided I don't know if I'm going to keep going in on her because as much as y'all was up in my DMs talking about, yeah, fuck that. I ain't really seen no activity from y'all. Y'all kind of like left me out there by myself. I turned, look over my shoulder. I'm like, hold up. Where y'all at? So I, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a letter to John and Laura, kick it with them for a little bit, see if they understand why I got a problem with her. And then if y'all don't do nothing, then y'all on your own. I don't need a grant from the Arnold Foundation. I went out, started two businesses, made myself positioned to be able to speak truth to power. But I'm not gonna be spending my capital if y'all ain't gonna do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. Like on, I know y'all are sitting there hoping your grants get renewed. I get that. I hope your grants get renewed. At the same time, come on, y'all. If y'all notice somebody that's... Like, I've been around long long enough. Like, I lived through the expansive growth in mass incarceration through the 90s and early 2000s. And I remember researchers like her, people who want to convince us that nothing works. Because that's all her research has been around. It's not even just about the rigidity of her approach to research. It's about the fact that all of her research seems to center around nothing works. Keep black, brown, and poor white people in cages because nothing works. And that's the problem I have with it. But let me talk about the other set of messages I got from people, which is what really got me fired up. So people were like warning me like, yo, she's powerful. She comes from a wealthy family that owns a big electric company in some small black town in the South. She is now working for people who have a lot of resources. Don't think they can't cause you harm. There's ways they could get at you. And one person was even like, yo, they might come hurt you physically. I'm like, bruh, I did six years up north a year in Attica. They ain't coming for me physically. But I heed the warnings. I heed the warnings. And then, you know, like, y'all are like, I really care about you. Y'all don't really care about me. Come on, stop playing. Y'all don't care. Y'all might care about the fact that I'm willing to speak up and you need a champion. But, like, don't meet your heroes. Like, don't think everything about me you're going to love because I just know that I'm a human being just like anybody else. I just see some shit that doesn't feel right and I want to say something about it and I'm positioned to be able to say something about it. But y'all got to spend some capital too. Y'all got to put your jobs in jeopardy, put your research uh, in jeopardy, put your uh, 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 income, your grants in jeopardy. If you really see someone that's potentially causing harm, I cannot carry this shit by myself. Tried that before, got my ass ripped in two and none of y'all ain't open your mouth and say shit. Couple of y'all, most of y'all ain't open your mouths and say shit. 
So like I'm leery of people telling me how much they love me for doing the right thing. But let me talk about the people who were calling me things like unprofessional. So I heard that from a couple of people. Most people sent it through somebody else. I, I know what that means. Unprofessional for black men in leadership, particularly in nonprofit, is like a surrogate for the word nigga. Like any way you could try to discredit a black man for speaking truth to power, especially if he's criticizing a white woman is problematic. Nobody called her unprofessional when she called me an asshole. Y'all ain't got no problem with that because a white woman could call a black man whatever she wants, especially in nonprofit, and get away with it. But a black man calls her research Karen and I'm being unprofessional. I guess I'm gonna just have to be that because if the opposite of unprofessional is scared, I don't want to be that. If the opposite of unprofessional is like going along to get along, I don't want to be that. If the opposite of unprofessional is being an Uncle Tom, I don't want to be that. If the opposite of unprofessional is like playing this game, I don't want to be that because I've done it. I did it for 17 years, yo, suited up, minority Negro. I mean, I pushed the envelope, which is what got me pushed the fuck out. But at the same time, like I played the role. I understood that. I knew where the fuck the line was. Same thing like growing up in Brooklyn and you know which neighborhood you ain't supposed to go into. Ain't no gates around it, but you know which neighborhood you ain't supposed to go into. And nonprofit, black people, brown people, they know what neighborhood they ain't supposed to go into. And I'm not supposed to be in Jennifer Doliak's neighborhood. I get that. But don't tell me I'm unprofessional because I know what that shit means. Then you got other people that was like, oh, he's just attacking her because she's a woman. You's a lying motherfucker because I did a bunch of these rants about Darren Walker at Ford for stealing my intellectually pro intellectual property and making it his. And y'all ain't had no problem with that. I've been going in on Gabriel Say of Katal for setting my ass up years ago to push me out of the movement. Y'all ain't have nothing to say about that. But now it's Jennifer Doliak and oh, yeah, he, you know, he's targeting her because she's a woman. Get the fuck out of here. I know what that's about. Like, if you want to put a black man in a position where other people are like, he's toxic, make it seem like somehow he doesn't know how to get along with women or something sexual or something gender related. Fuck out of here. That's the reason I went out and built two businesses from scratch. If I'm so unprofessional, why do I run two businesses, two businesses that do extremely well, employ a bunch of people, they ain't calling me unprofessional? I got people, nobody who works for me doesn't either make 100,000 or a couple hundred thousand. As soon as people start working for me, I move them towards six figures. And I don't care where they live, New York, L.A., or Peoria, Illinois. Don't tell me I'm unprofessional. I get work done. I accomplish things. I'm methodical. I'm strategic. I'm respectful. And when I make a mistake, I apologize for it. I can be humble. People make mistakes around me. I give them room for restoration. Ain't that what y'all supposed to be about? Restoration? Parsimony, proportionality, social justice, equity, inclusion. No, no, no. Not when a black man opens his mouth and says, oh, research Karen shouldn't be in charge of $50 million a year. She shouldn't. I mean, she disrespected me eight years ago. None of y'all wasn't saying shit. She called me a fucking asshole then too. So I decided to speak up now. I didn't care then, now, because she's in charge of so much money. But I'm disrespectful. Yeah, all right. I be that. It reminds me of like six years ago when a foundation told one of my clients, if you continue to work with Glenn Martin, we're not going to give you this $30 million grant. At least I know what the fuck I'm worth. $30 million. I'll never forget that. I can't give you more details because I signed all these legal documents. Yeah, we signed some legal documents because they were like, yeah, here's some walk money because that's how shit gets done. But I can't. So I can't really give you details. 
But it reminds me of that. Like, whatever the fuck it takes to keep Glenn Martin quiet. I don't know if you'll ever be able to keep Glenn Martin quiet because the first time you had a chance to keep me quiet, I realized what was going on because in nonprofit, if you want to harm a person, you take away their ability to move through the space. You blacklist them, you give them no access to resources, and they dry and shrivel up like a grape on the vine and fall away. Except what made you think my entrepreneurial skills wasn't going to be applied somewhere else? I just went out and built two businesses and created enough income so I could speak truth to power, but I'm not going to speak it on y'all behalf if y'all ain't going to stand up and say something. That's what advocacy is about. You really want to end mass incarceration? You really think that we lock up too many people? You really think that we have policies that are unfair? You think you're going to change that by just, you know, asking people to do the right thing? No, power concedes nothing without a demand. Where's your demand? I'm not going to be standing out here by myself. I did that shit before and that shit got me ripped. That got my family ripped. That got my loved ones ripped. So I see through the bullshit. Like, you know, spend some spend some of your capital. Like, if you think she don't belong there, write a letter to John and Laura Arnold. I'm about to write a letter. Maybe I'll make it an open letter to inspire y'all. I wrote a letter, an open letter criticizing Barack Obama right after he got in office when black people still thought he was the great black hope. Got invited to the White House, was told I couldn't come in because I got a criminal record. You think you think my progressive colleagues didn't tell me that I shouldn't write a letter, that he's progressive, that he's one of the good black guys, that you should do it? No, I wrote an open letter and put that shit out in the world and got it published in the newspapers. And they got embarrassed and called me to the White House and apologized and all that stuff. But what was more important was that they stopped blocking people with criminal records from entering the White House. Why? Because I spent political capital. Because y'all was like, yo you should be doing the right thing and you should stay in line. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to stay in line. And yeah, I learned a lesson. I learned a lesson. I learned that if y'all tell a nigga to stay in line and he don't stay in line, that there's a price to pay, whether it's the same day, a week later, a month later, or years later. I get that. I know there's always a price to pay, but we're only on this earth for a very short amount of time. I'm way beyond the halfway mark. I got to just have a legacy that says right or wrong, he did the right thing. He did what he thought was right. He did what lined up with his values. Sometimes he got it right. Sometimes he got it wrong. But you know what I didn't do? Run around calling people fucking unprofessional because you somehow don't have the courage to speak up. You know that there's something wrong here and you don't want to speak up or you're enjoying the largest from the foundation. That will never change for you. You're positioned to always get a grant and you don't give a damn about other people that's putting pressure on this woman. Uh, because they feel as though she's going to move the movement in the wrong direction. For a lot of people, it's not even just about the grant. For a lot of people, it's also just who she is, how she shows up, how she treats people, and her philosophy about the fact that we are better off having people in cages than to be exploring all of these ways to end mass incarceration and reduce suffering. That's who she is. Incapacitation is her thing. All of her research has been to prove that nothing works. And when you get to the point where you say nothing works and you combine that with an increase in crime, that's where you get a recipe for mass incarceration 2.0. So y'all keep doing your thing. I'ma just keep being disrespectful as a motherfucker. In the meantime, my son Joshua has a birthday party this weekend and son Teray, Sonny, she gonna be there. I'ma go hang out with my kids now that I got this off my chest. And I really do appreciate y'all and the people who reach out to me. Thank you for doing that. It means a lot when you do something that feels scary and people speak out and say, yo, I support you. I'm with you. I don't want to discount all of that. But at the same time, y'all got to have a little bit more skin in the game. Like we got to be in this shit together. Have a great weekend, folks. Don't let nobody steal your rainbow. I'll see y'all next Saturday. Peace.